Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You've had a long day. So have we. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is The Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millett here with Alex Keery. The nation's eyes are on Utah County today in response to what happened at a county commission meeting where the county commission basically met to decide whether they would petition Governor Herbert to allow them to not have to wear masks in school. Because right now, statewide, the expectation is when school starts in the fall, everyone, students and teachers and visitors, will be wearing masks. And apparently in Utah County, the county commission uh, met to have a conversation about rejecting that advice and not wearing masks. And boy... Did it cause some waves, not just because the debate was happening, because people are having this conversation uh, all over the country. Well, and the other thing is, is that but, and, and and I think a lot of folks who watch this exchange, you know, it was one of these things, Ethan, where I when I watched it today, all I could think was, OK, uh, how far? <laughs> well, one, I was like, what was the purpose of this meeting? What were they going to discuss? And, yeah, they were all jam-packed in there. And then he cut it off and said, hey, we're trying to avoid contact. But he was doing this whole meeting with his mask down. Over <laughs> which, his, down under his chin. Right, which it is like really weird. It was it was super weird thing because he's going, hey, 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 guys, we got to respect the rules here with his mask under his chin. And it I was, get that and, somebody wasn't – I mean, maybe it was because – I mean, he had somebody within eight feet of him, I guess. He was socially distant from him, but he wasn't wearing the mask in the room. He had it on his face, but under his chin. But the crowd, the crowd was largely without What was the vibe? What was the, what is the point? Extremely hostile towards public health. But what was the, why was it, it it was just all based on the idea that this was an anti, this group was anti-mask or anti-being forced to wear masks. That's Which one is it? Are they anti-mask? Are they anti-mask because they weren't wearing masks? But are they anti-mask or are they anti-being told to wear if the mask? If they were anti-being told to wear masks, they would still be wearing masks. So they would just be arguing against it because but they would. I think most people just have. I think a lot of this discussion lies in just people saying, "I don't like being told what to do." I like I, being able to I have the choice of what to do, but and I that's don't think the that's end what of it. this is. I don't think that's what this is. What is it? I think that um, if people understand the importance, the public health importance of wearing the mask, but they object to it being a rule, they're still wearing masks. What we saw at the Utah County were people who uh, who subscribe to all the different conspiracy theories, <laughs> that masks are actually harmful, that they'll actually, you know, all these other kinds of things, that the whole thing is a hoax. That was the crowd there. And I think, do, uh, do we have a little bit of audio from the... Uh, 
Uh, I I do. Oh. I've got to I've got to make sure I've got to pull it up to the exact spot here. Oh, but that's yeah. all right. Keep going. And and so and Tanner Ainge got roundly booed when he said, "Hey, we can't have hold the meeting like this. It's just we're breaking all the rules." So he adjourned the meeting and said, "We're going to do this another time." Right. And which was obviously the right thing to do. But, but let me let me tell you what kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, and that is that Tanner Ainge's was Tanner Ainge's reaction after the meeting. Which was what? Where he got on social media and was just this giant victim. You guys, he even said, help me. You know, this was orchestrated by Bill Lee, another commissioner. Um, and, you know, they're trying to, you know, win this seat in November. And they're organizing this. And we've got we've to get everyone wearing masks. And we've got to take this seriously. And, and he's really trying to kind of push as much as he can on this. And, and he's going to get my support on the masks. Because I know how important it is, but he's not going to get my sympathy, not for two seconds. And this is something that's, that's bothered me quite a bit with Utah office holders is because for some time now, um, Utah politicians up and down the state have courted the crazy, right? And they have used the extremists in their party to rise to power and they've used them as leverage and they have coddled them and they've encouraged them and they've grown that population and they've spread conspiracy theories. They've spread conspiracy theories about bureaucrats. They've spread conspiracy theories about research scientists and academic institutions. And they've spread conspiracy theories about democratic politicians. They've spread conspiracy theories about their fellow Republican politicians. All these things have been going on. And now we're at a time where we need bureaucrats, public health officials, research scientists, uh, and cross-party collaboration. And these, their base is rejecting it. And so I don't think that Tanner Ainge should be surprised at all because <laughs> they sowed the wind and they're weeping the let me, let me, Let me... And, I, and I've, I've got... He's right about the mask, but he's not going to get a lick of sympathy from me for how he's been being treated and for the panic that he's feeling now that his people have turned on him. Listen, I don't live in Utah County and I'm fine with it. And this commission doesn't have anything to do with me, but I want to know what these parents like their whole thing is, is my kids aren't wearing masks at school. And my thought is then don't, isn't the answer just don't go to school then, then you're not going to school. Like that's the end of it. In my mind, I don't know what they have to be shown to see that the that the that the masks have been effective in being able to stay uh, and being able it, to it assist in the social distancing. What is it, the thing you can show? Because people? If, it doesn't matter. Because if you already believe that it's possible, and why are people? And, and and this is, you're a guy who is, studied communism. You're a guy who studied uh, communism at a at a close. From close range, uh, at I did, yeah. Eastern European University, European communism, yeah. I um, want to know, and I want to know why people make that jump of it's communism to say where that oh, you have to tell. That's well, just how does that happen? How does that? that wh what is that jump from? You're a communist, obviously. That's why I'm wearing. That's why you're making me wear a mask. It's the same jump that the left makes, right? What's the thing the left comes up with? You're you're a Nazi. Oh, it's the same leap <laughs> in logic, and right. it's irrelevant, and it, it and it makes no sense. It right. never will make any sense because conservatives in America are not Nazis, and liberals in America are not communists. So, um, but uh, but I w but I I do think though that we see a correlation though in how quickly this has been embraced because 
part of now the orthodoxy, especially in very conservative communities, for example, Utah County, is a, a wide belief across a lot of people that tens, no, hundreds of thousands of research scientists around the world are all involved in a conspiracy to falsify climate data and to lie to the American people. That is already widely believed thanks to our rotten politics. So it's not much of a jump then for people to jump onto this new one, which is thanks to the liberal Democrats, all the scientists and all the doctors are once again lying to us. Um, on its face, it's absurd, but it's gotten a ton of traction. And it's gotten a ton of traction because people have already been prepared because we have political leaders here who have laid the groundwork and sowed those seeds that you cannot trust these professionals. You cannot trust these people. You can believe and you should believe in these broad, expansive global conspiracies. Millard. And it's they're, they're reaping the whirlwind now. You know what this, you know what this music bad. means? You know what this music means? What's that? We're going we're gonna to move on to have a good time now. All right? I, I mean, plus we have news, traffic, and weather. But we got your headlines around the corner. So hopefully you stay with us on the Nightside Project. We're going to hang out, talk a little bit more. Ethan's weird headlines. A morality police. How have you been tipping during the pandemic? More or less? Stay with us. We'll give you some tips on how to tip during the pandemic. Stay with us on the Nightside Project. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.